Hi, everyone. This is Reverend Molly at a common sense approach to the Bible. I want to ask you a very serious question today. Are you depressed? Do you take meds? Do you want to be better? Do you feel like something is defeating you and you just can't get a grasp or a handle on it? I want to read you a story, and it's not really my thing to read to people um, stories. But the Holy Spirit pressed on my heart that I needed to read this particular story, and it is my vision of the Lord. And it is found in the stained glass window by Molly Malvern Painter, myself. You can um, read it for free at JesusWithoutTheJunk.com. It doesn't cost you one thin dime. Um, But I needed to read this to you for a reason. One night, something happened that sealed my faith and belief in God forever. After this experience, I was never the same. My daughter was all tucked in bed, and I had studied in the Word of God as I always did. I had one of my marathon nights with God and then went peacefully to sleep on my couch. As I lay there dozing off, my last thoughts were, the peace I feel is amazing, and my mind doesn't reel on and on like it used to. All of a sudden, something like a mighty force I had never felt before propped me up. I had no choice. I was going to sit up. The first thing I saw was the brightest white light I have ever seen. It was blinding. Immediately, I knew who it was. There was no mistaking it. I felt a foreboding that I must be in trouble. My head was bowed, and I did not look up. I thought, you cannot look upon the face of God and live, so keep your eyes from his gaze. No one looks looks God in the face and lives except Moses or Abraham, not Molly Painter from St. Albans, West Virginia. I fumbled and reached out my hand to feel the person who was sitting on the end of my couch. Why was this happening to me? Naturally, all I could think of was, this is not good. I slowly started to look up somewhat curiosity getting the better of me, and all I could see was about four inches of brown hair laying on a white robe. My eyes then slowly began to look all the way down his knees, and I glimpsed brown sandals. Then my eyes slowly moved up his figure, and I saw his hands, which were crossed on his lap. They were the most beautiful hands and feet I had ever seen on any man. Then my eyes rested upon scars in his wrists. All I could seem to think was, why are you here? Why had he appeared to me? As usual, I started blabbing my big mouth before he could say anything. 
I said, I promise I'll do better. I promise. I promise. In the most beautiful manly voice I have ever heard, he said, you are not being obedient. Again, I replied, I know. I'll try harder. I promise. I promise. I woke up the next morning not remembering any of this. But as, but as I gradually woke up, thoughts of what had taken place started flooding back into my memory. I was in shock, in awe, and wondered why Jesus had appeared to me. I didn't dare tell anyone in my family for fear of what they would say. But I told my daughter and swore her to secrecy. Several days later, I became a little more brave and told two people I thought I could trust. They listened, but had quizzical looks on their faces as if in disbelief. So I stopped telling others anything about what I was experiencing. I mulled the word obedient over and over in my mind. What was he saying to me? Evidently, God was not happy with me and I was doing something wrong. I had always been a people pleaser, and I thought I was doing better, but I guess I was wrong. A recurrent voice in my head had told me to stop smoking. Was that it? I didn't know, but I had given up most everything else. Did I have to give up cigarettes too? Everybody has vices. Couldn't I have at least one? After all, I didn't smoke while I was praying or talking to God. I mean, come on. Was that it? That's the end of the story. Yes, I had a vision of the Lord. And I've experienced much depression in my life. And it began, honestly, when I was young and something happened, um, something of a spiritual nature that was not from heaven uh, definitely took hold of me and my thought patterns were different. The way I felt was different. There was a heaviness always, it seemed to be. And it would go away for moments, but then it would always return. But I want to tell you that if I can overcome years of depression and years of feeling like I just don't want to live like this anymore. You know, I tried to commit suicide one weekend when my daughter was with her dad and the Lord wouldn't let me. Clearly, I sat in in the middle of my town home that I had bought for my daughter and myself. I tipped up a bottle of Jack Daniels black and I chugged it until I couldn't drink anymore. I passed out and I thought, this is it. And a couple of hours later, I woke up and I yelled out into the air where I thought God might be. And I said, why do you keep letting me wake up? There's not much as far as depression that I haven't been through or haven't felt, and I know it's a horrible way to live. So if you are living this way, I want to tell you that there is a light at the end of your tunnel, but it is through Jesus Christ. Jesus tells us in John 16, 13, I will send one like me, and he will guide you into all truth. He will not teach you. He will, excuse me. 
and he will tell you things to come. I'm sorry, I don't have my Bible open before me right now. John 16, 13. I will send one like me and he will guide you in all truth. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. The Holy Spirit, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you can be set free and delivered from depression. I want to tell you that you can. You know, I was under the guidance of psychiatrists and psychologists, nobody. And they gave me little tools to use, you know, to help me like exist and face every horrible day. But it never set me free and it never delivered me. But I want to tell you, there is a light at the end of your tunnel and that you don't have to live this way. Jesus is the way. He's the truth. And he is the life. He's your life. He's the way for you. He's going to be the truth. He'll get you the truth. And he is the way to live your life. He is your life. You will find your life in him. But you're going to have to lose your life to him so that you can find your life. And I don't care what you're going through. He will help you get through it. And if you've accepted him as Savior, praise God, kneel at the cross and ask him to help you. Had the Lord not appeared to me years ago, I honestly, and this is just the God's honest truth, I wouldn't have had the guts to walk out these last 25 or six years because they've been, they've been, they've been more than I ever expected. Some good and some bad because the devil is real and he wants you to stay defeated. But I want to tell you something. You don't have to stay defeated. But in order to get through where you are right now, you're going to have to Make up your mind and say, I'm going to walk through this with the Holy Spirit. Call upon the Holy Spirit to help you. Take his hand. Ask him to help you. Guide me into all truth for my life. Just like you said in John 16, 13, I'm ready, I'm willing, and I've had enough. And he will. And don't let the grass grow under your feet with all this. He's here. He's ready to help you, and all you have to do is ask him. You can look on JesusWithoutTheJunk.com. Real life, real truth, real Jesus. He is the most real person that you'll ever encounter in your life. But I want to tell you one thing. He's the only one that's got the power to get you the truth and to help deliver you. Period. Everything else, you're going to just kind of drift through life, medicated up. I don't take all that anymore. I stood down in faith in 2000, and I stopped it all. I stopped it all. And I turned to vitamins and taking care of myself and taking care of my body. If I can do this, you can do this. Trust me. I was a very addictive personality. And I still am in certain things, but those addictions are, are, aren't like, they're not bad things. Pray and ask him for help. And whomever is listening to this, let me pray with you right now. Holy Father, I pray for just that one soul 
who hears this story and who needs your help. And Father, I wash them in your blood from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I ask in the name of Jesus Christ that you show them the way. For you are the truth and you are the life, just like you did me. In Jesus' holy name, I ask and pray. Amen. God bless you so much. Until next time.